Yeah, I've never been to a I've never been to a quince. You you and Tanya are my only Mexican friends. So pretty racist I'm, of you. I know, right, dude? Hey, I thought I thought two was pretty good though. Hey, well, don't you know? worry. In in uh, fifteen years, maybe we'll go to Tanya's daughter's quince. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Or if I have a daughter, I guess, we'll yeah, go. they will. They will. I guess they will have one for her. Yeah. I get. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I don't want to think about that though, because that's like it. Because <laughs> what? It's sixteen, right? It's fifteen. It's fifteen. Okay, I was like, I, I know it's like somewhere around there. Okay. Oh yeah, Keen's. I'm fucking dumb, dude. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, all right, let's just let's just roll it. Let's just roll it. Let's just okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Game Raiders podcast. Ooh, I am your lovely host Sergio. Here yeah. with uh, my equally lovely co-host Drew. And I'm Drew, who doesn't understand uh, who doesn't understand how numbers work in uh, Spanish, foreign dialects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, quick question for you. Yeah. If this was Uncharted, uh-huh. who would you would you be Sully or would you be Nathan? And who would I be? Uh, I think I'm pretty clearly uh, Nathan Drake. I mean, I've got the body, I've got the physique, I've got the the, I got the sex appeal, you know. Um, yeah. Very. I, I accept solely because I got the wise age on <laughs> a whole like, um, year. Actually, older. I think if I'm, I think if I'm anybody, I'm probably. Uh, isn't uh, isn't Gabriel Roman kind of fat? In Uncharted <laughs> One, any kind of fat? I don't know. Whoever the fattest character is, that's probably me. I'm, uh, I'm one of the guys that gets killed in the opening act. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just one of like the random like mercenary dudes that like gets drop kicked over the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just fall. He's he's doing this to get his son through college, and Nathan Drake just guns him down. <laughs> Fucking yeah, brutal. <laughs> I was two days from retirement, retirement from yeah. the mercenary life. <laughs> it's a living. Uh, <laughs> Well, yes, you guessed oh, it. Today God. we're talking about Uncharted. We're actually talking about two different medias of Uncharted. We're talking about the games yeah. and the recently released, as of this podcast, like a week ago, the yeah. Uncharted movie. We went, we saw it opening night. We have thoughts. We have opinions. We will share them with y'all. We have, um, we have, um, we have very strong feelings about some aspects of the movie. I have uh, I have qualms, some qualms, not a lot, but some qualms. I give it ten out of ten. It's perfect cinema. Well, anyway, yeah, perfect. Yeah, it, this is peak cinema. Let's so. start with the classic, the first game, yeah. the first Uncharted, the first Drake's Fortune, which came out in yeah. 2007. Um, yeah, so that's the, crazy, Yeah, I know, right? Like they're talking about what else came out in 2007, like. Like game wise, I remember when this was the. I, I like, remember when this was the uh, cover game for Game Informer. Didn't Halo Three come out two thousand seven? Uh, I think so. Actually, games released in two thousand seven. That's a. We're going back in the wayback machine. So you know what else was okay? So here are some headlining games that were released in two thousand seven. Okay, Bioshock, Super Mario Galaxy. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first Assassin's Creed, and the first Mass Effect. Hell yeah. There we go. That was a good year. That was a good year for games, man. All right. And then Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. Uncharted. So Uncharted was the first game that kind of switched Naughty Dog's, I don't know, like game style or whatever. Yeah, because uh, like before this they were yeah. doing like platformers, uh, basically. Yeah, like, Crash Bandicoot Crash. and Jack and Dexter. Yeah, yeah, Jack and Dexter. Yeah. So um, they they basically which I still haven't played all of. I haven't played from them they developed those games from the early '90s to 2005. Yeah, that's when the last Jack and Dexter game came out. Yeah, uh, Jack. Yeah, Jack Three. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, from 2005, which it was, we'll say, 
right after that game release, they started working on Uncharted. Just, yeah. you know. I mean, they, they probably had um, the concept laid yeah. out before that, but yeah. Yeah, they've only made Uncharted and Last of Us games. Since then, yeah. Since then. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so the first Uncharted, I, I, read, I read this online, uh, heavily inspired by Gears of War's gameplay. I actually didn't know this, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so because yeah. Gears of War came out in 2006, a year before. So mm-hmm. they were close to finishing development of the game, and they actually went back and they uh, changed some of the gameplay elements to cover that um, cover-based shooting that they liked from Gears of War. Mm. Um, which now that gameplay style is like a staple of their studio. They, like Every Uncharted game, Last of Us, all of that. Oh, yeah. they've Yeah, yeah their cover shooting is like become their predominant yeah. gameplay form now yeah with some elements of you know jumping on sides of the walls and stuff like yeah that, right? like yeah i i hesitate to call it like free really running plat- yeah it i mean yeah or free platforming i don't know it it's it is a form of platforming i guess you know but yeah other influences obviously include um resident evil 4 is what i saw online kill zone mm-hmm. and obviously the most yeah tomb raider tomb raider yeah tomb raider series was a big influence on the games i mean obviously like movie influences obviously indiana jones Jones, yeah national treasure national treasure hell yeah dude nick cage as nathan drake let's go i want to do it i want it let's make it happen all right so (sighs) uh for the first game has the most simple story so that's the one i break down the most the rest of them i just did like very brief so I'm just gonna go a quick little run through yeah. of that first story. It also kind of relevant because it does kind of it does tie in a little bit to the movie. Uh, Nathan Drake, he's Nathan Drake. He's a treasure hunter. He's searching for El Dorado, right? He's a he's on the road to El Dorado, yeah. baby. He's accompanied by his mentor, Victor Soli Sullivan, and a reporter who becomes a love interest, Elena. Uh, he Drake has like this ring, and he believes that the coordinates to El Dorado are inscripted on the ring. Um, so he, and the ring also belongs to a proclaimed ancestor, uh, Sir Francis Drake, who was also an explorer. Um, yeah. So the ring actually leads to a coffin, and the coffin was where Francis Drake was buried, but inside was a diary. And in that diary, there were directions to El Dorado. From there, you know, there's mercenaries led by Gabriel Roman, um who and this other guy Atok Novaro Navarro I think Navarro yeah yeah and they're also after El Dorado um which is actually revealed not to be a city of gold but an, an idol yeah it's like a idol. giant obelisk basically yeah. of like gold I remember that yeah so then Eddie Raha who is an associate like knows Drake is also another treasure hunter archaeologist he is aiding the villains in search for El Dorado so from there <laughs> The search is basically Nathan, Elena, and Sully trying to get to El Dorado before the other bad guys do it. There's action set pieces. There's shootouts. uh, There's some weird supernatural elements at the end that come out of nowhere. They're like mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like the idol like corrupts people and it like basically turns you into mindless like drones or something like that or like zombies kind of close to that, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, Uncharted. Yeah, it's funny because, like, yeah, I guess Uncharted One does have the most basic story. Like when you lay it out, like compare. I, I mean, I think they're all kind of on on some level. Like, I mean, th- this is this is sort of like the video game equivalent of like the popcorn like movie, you know, or like or like a or like a blockbuster. Like, you know, it's supposed to be just kind of not mindless but like it's supposed to be just kind of like fun entertainment that like you just turn your brain off you just enjoy it so yeah um i mean did you play the game when it came out um not when it came out i didn't get a ps3 until i want to say 20 it was either 2010 or 2011 i want to say so is that um, when you played I didn't through, get the uh, first generation PS3, the the six hundred dollar one. I got the the second gen. Um, is that when you so, played through all the Uncharted games, or I didn't play through all of them at that time, but I definitely got my hands on the first one um, and played it. I, and I remember, like, you know, obviously, like I love the Indiana Jones 
film series. So like I was like, yes, this is this is very familiar to me. Like um, the sort of like action adventure sort of um, treasure hunting vibe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I played through it. Uh, I actually haven't like completely played through the game uh, since the first time I beat it. Oh really? So yeah. I need to. Yeah, and I was talking. I was talking to you about like after we came out of the movie. I was like, damn, I really want to go through and like replay all the games actually. Um, so I may I may do that soon actually and go and go through Drake's Fortune again. Even though it is the most like, yeah, it is in terms of like gameplay. Um, I guess yeah. as well, and, and it is the most basic one because there's there's not that many. If I remember correctly, there's not that many guns. Um, there's it's a little like, rough. Yeah, it's a little, they've definitely, I mean, and yes, of course, I mean, it's the first game. They weren't going to, you know, I guess, make everything perfect um, the first go around. Um, But yeah, it is, it is definitely like, I think it does show its age more than the others. Yeah. um, In terms of the, uh, I guess, like pseudo platforming and the gunplay. Yeah. Naughty Dog. If there's a game you need to be remaking, it is not The Last of Us. Yeah, I don't think it The is, Last of Us. It is the first Uncharted game. You can definitely this game if it's re, it could use a remake, like rebuild it from yeah. the ground up. You can use whatever engine you did for Uncharted Four or Last of Us Two or whatever, you know. Yeah, because this game is like 15 years old at this point, and yeah. Last of Us is only like uh, what nine? 2013. Yeah, so it's like it, yeah, it's nine years old. Yeah. So. It, even the Last of Us, the Last of Us One plays still plays good. I yeah, just, yeah. Okay, so I played this game. I think twenty in twenty twenty. Um, the first time I played it, I I bought the um, what's it called, Nathan Drake collection, where you get all the first mm-hmm. three games. Yep, that's um, the one. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I you know for me it's a lot in the same vein of like the Assassin's Creed or the uh, Mass Effect, where the first game is okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 a fun game whatever yeah but then you what you got you play it to get to the second game right yeah and you kind of have to like i mean you got to give it some credit i mean it did start the franchise yeah. you know and like yeah. so it's then, not bad it's it's like it's a good game right it's, it's just definitely yeah it gets it gets dwarfed by what comes later after you know? yeah yeah and honestly um i do think that uh, like i said a remake would would do this game wonders and mm-hmm. um which i think it's aren't they like supposedly there's like a there's like a rumor floating out there and it's just a rumor people but i think there is a rumor out there that they may be working on an, on an uncharted one remake i didn't hear a remake i just heard an uncharted game oh okay yeah i thought it was, a, i thought it was a remake of the first game hopefully it's a remake of the first game or it could be a continuation of the other games that doesn't follow nathan um okay so uh, playing this game, the part with the mutants, I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Because like yeah. for the most part, it plays pretty much like a, uh, you know, realist, not real, you know, realistic, where it's like this guy's just, you know, there's nothing. It's yeah. like a national treasure kind of thing. You're like, oh, they okay. do take some li- liberties with, I think, the history uh, aspect of it. You know, uh, obviously, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think the mute, I- and I think that's a. That's definitely, like, where you can see, like, oh, they definitely just, like, you know, hey, Indiana Jones, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just don't, like, yeah. make it. Because, like, all of the Indiana Jones movies have that moment. At the end. Usually towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Where things just kind of get, super, like, really supernatural at the end. Like, at, at the end of the first movie, the you have the ghosts come out of the ark. And, yeah, it's, like, a similar thing here where it's, like, okay, now we got, like, possessed, like, ancient Spanish soldiers, I guess, or something, you know? Yeah. For sure, it. I think with the Indiana Jones movies, at least they don't really they don't go overboard with it. Like it's never like, oh, you're going to be Indiana Jones is chased by like, well, maybe the aliens at the end of the fourth. Movie. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, uh, you can't think of a single instance where Indiana Jones went overboard. <laughs> to be fair, I think that came out. The that same was in two thousand eight. Yeah. So it came out after this game. So yeah. So I'm still right. <laughs> oh yeah. Um rip <laughs> i still like crystal skull i know you fight me it's okay it's okay it's, it's better a- than temple it's better than temple of doom temple oh, Doom's the worst one. Okay. all right well we're gonna have to talk about this in another video apparently but or another episode but uh <laughs> <laughs> all right 
So let's move on to the next game, which came out yeah. two years later in two thousand and nine, Uncharted Two: Among Thieves. Yeah. Uh, it takes all the good things from the first game, and then says, "Hey, what if we do them better?" And they do. <laughs> it improves all. Yeah. Oh yeah. So much, so much more. The gameplay is a lot better. Uh, the, the set the set pieces are a lot crazier and a lot more fun. Yeah, dude. Um, like I felt first, like the train opening on that yeah. when he's like in the train wounded and you have to like climb up it. Man, that was such a cool like opening set piece. Yeah, and I, I think they took. I, I think well, I mean, we'll talk about it. I guess when we get to the movie, but they definitely took inspiration yeah. from that uh, in opening the, the film. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was it? So, because I obviously I didn't play on the PS3, and you mm-hmm. played it in the later half of the PS3. But yeah. when I was reading online, there people were saying that this was the very first game to come out that people felt it actually took advantage of the power of the PS3. Yeah, yeah, I, I and, can agree on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Naughty Dog upped up the in-game cinematics, and it was the first game in the series to include multiplayer, which mm-hmm. I is not. I don't think multiplayer is included in the uh, Nathan Drake collection. No, I think I think all of the servers are uh, Dunsky now. Um, well, maybe I think Uncharted Four. Maybe you can still play the multiplayer on, but I think two and three, you definitely cannot. Done. Done. Uh, the story is a little more complicated. It's kind of told um, with a flash forward, and then mm. you go, you flash back, and you build up to it again. Um, so I'm not really going to go much into the story. It's a lot of stuff going on. Just There's know, double crosses yeah, and old flames. A lot, of, a lot of twists. Characters come in and out. New characters introduced. Uh, Chloe Fraser, who becomes mm-hmm. kind of a staple in the games after this. Uh, of course, Soli and Elena come back. Um, and once again, in the second half, there are supernatural elements, but this time they are yetis. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's uh, revealed that they're not yetis, but they're just like immortal guardians that are like right. wearing these like yeti suits or something. Yeah, they're just trying to like, I think they're just trying to scare people off and like ward people away from um, Shambhala. Yeah. Is what they're trying to do, which is what everybody's trying to look for in this game. Um, but uh, yeah. I, I I completely agree. I think this game just fucking and for a while, I mean, this was the de facto uh, king of Uncharted games, uh, Uncharted Two, uh, yeah. for a lot of reasons for a lot of people. Um, cause, it's yeah. super good. Like it's, it's again, I, I compare it. It's kind of like the Assassin's Creed Two, yeah, um, and the Mass Effect Two of the series. Where like, or even if you want to say like um, Arkham City too, Which like being the Batman games in, where that first game is really good, but second game is like, hey, we're just better. Halo 2, like, it's the best of the series of the original trilogy, in my opinion. Which I was going to say, I think Assassin's Creed 2 also came out in 2009. So that was just that was just a year for, like, good-ass video game sequels. Sequels, yeah. Like, yeah. Absolute um, bangers. <laughs> just completely coming out and, yeah, making everything better than the first game. Um, yeah, I really, really like the... Um, I think the the environment, the... Uh, like, the I guess the jungle, the kind of, like, I guess island environment um in the first game was was kind was okay um but like yeah the the whole i, I think i'm more of a mountain guy i think yeah than a forest guy and it's so it's a lot cooler when you have like this these large like imposing peaks in the background i just i, I i'm like i'm gonna come you know like <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a great game again i played it back in 20 i played it after b untreated one i played yeah. the first i played all the I'm trying to remember Games when I played this game for the first time. I think it was I think it was already when I was in college. Um I think it might have been might have been 2012 or 2013. I don't remember. Um but yeah, uh I, I didn't play it on release, but yeah, I played it afterwards. Um yeah. but yeah, still so a lot like, of good feelings. Great game. Um I've always known about the games, but you know I never had a PS PlayStation until I got the PS4 in 2020 uh good good solid loved it um people think it's a classic again you know a game that could use a remake you know just to up it a little bit to more modern day graphics and modern day gameplay again i think that'll that's better than the last of us in my oh my god okay sorry you know what else came out okay so 2009 you know what other sequels came out in 2009 Uh, modern warfare 2 2. (laughs) <laughs> and left for dead 2 again Damn. 
just improving on everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. 2009, That's man. That's amazing. Um, we also had uh, a less known sequel, Saw 2, Flesh and Blood, that um, is garbage. Do not play the game. <laughs> <laughs> when did uh, Gears of War 2 come out? Was that 2008? Um, I don't know. Gears of War 2. Uh, yeah, 2008. Yeah, November 7th. Um, Halo 3 ODST also came out in 2009. And Batman Arkham Asylum. So another great banger of a year for... We had we Dragon had Age some, Origins? Holy shit, dude. We had some great years that we just I'm about to say we needed to do we needed to do an episode where we just go like year by year and just be like, yep, that year was a banger. Yep, that year was a banger. Banger year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually we hit a bad year. <laughs> so Drew, any any, any any thoughts on the game before we go on to the next one? Um, no, I think I pretty much said uh everything i mean yeah if you haven't played this game i mean what's wrong with you you know sort of thing like <laughs> um yeah i think i mean we're obviously going to suggest that you definitely go play all yeah, these games if you haven't played them oh. um so the next game came out again two years later 2011 yeah uh, drake's deception or uncharted 3 drake's deception uh this mm-hmm. mark this marked the first time that naughty dog actually split into two teams one working on this game and one working on the last of us, last of us. Um, yeah I think this also marked the first time that Neil Druckmann wasn't involved in some way with the Uncharted. Because he was working on Last of Us. Because he was watching, right? working on yeah. Last of Us, yeah. Um, I think, was The Last of Us the first time he was a game director? Like, yeah. Um, I know he, was, he wrote a lot of stuff, but. I don't know if it was the first time he was the director. I'm not I know sure. he, did, he, the only, he didn't do any of the Uncharted games as a director. Or the, the game lead or whatever you want to call it. Right, yeah um i'm not sure yeah well that's no big deal well anyway he left to go do the last of us where he actually was the game like director or whatever yeah last um, of us was the first time he was the director okay all right so he was not involved with this this is the only uncharted game that he was not involved in um they wanted to push the envelope of what they could do in, a, in the game make it way more cinematic way more in-game cutscenes. Mm-hmm. um they wanted to be different from the last two games, so this game takes place in majority of it's in the desert, while also having some urban settings every now and then. Like there's a part of the game mm-hmm. where you play in London, yeah. Um, and then the second half of the game takes place in Syria and Yemen. You also get some um, flashback elements. You kind of see how Drake and Sully met when he was a kid, and all that fun stuff. Um, once again, Drake and Sully are back, and they are reunited with Elena and Chloe as they go on this adventure across the world more twists more turns than their previous game um a new flashback sequence again i said that um once again though we have a form of a supernatural element but then it kind of is like oh it's just hallucinations it's like a hallucinogen that's making people like see making them see things Mm -hmm. um so i guess Mm -hmm. it's not so much supernatural but it's more like oh it's psychological psychological i don't know yeah uh, so again, again, I played this game in 2020. Uh, this is actually the one of the only games in the series I did not like. I yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I really do not. And this is one of the reasons why I want to go back and replay all through all the games. Is I really do not remember this one that much. Like, I it has the it's it's the one that starts off like the movie with he's in the airplane and it's with like, the plane. Yeah, yeah, and then also has the um the boat level when you're in the cruise ship and it gets like turned over and you get a turn escape uh yeah i just i i like I, de- I definitely played this game i just i think i don't know i i mean i've slept since then uh, a lot of shit has happened since then um i just really do not remember i didn't i think it's because i didn't play this one necessarily at a, at a form formative part of my life uh-huh. And so maybe I just don't remember it as as well as I do the other two. Well, I guess I should say the other three games that I played. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like um, yeah, I definitely remember the plane. Um, and um, there's a desert, and <laughs> there is a desert indeed. There is a desert. Um, but yeah, like I I really need to go back and replay this one because yeah, this is the one I have the least amount of i guess memories or like if you want to call it attachment to like you know yeah um, it's definitely it's okay in my opinion it is rough 
Um, I don't know if I, I don't want to blame the game, the original game for this, but when I was playing it on the remastered edition on the PS4, this was the only one of the three that was just super buggy, super mm. glitchy. It yeah. was it was upset. I was like, this is this is miserable. And it was the only one of the three, like Uncharted 1, Uncharted 2, minimal glitches. Uncharted 3, just tons of glitches and bugs and bad guys that wouldn't die. And I was like, what's mm. going on? Yeah. It was driving me nuts. That's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because you were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's just the remastered port of it or or what. Or if it was that buggy on release and they just never fixed it. I don't know. Um I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember that many bugs um, in the when I played it the original the first time. But um, yeah, like I said, it's been it's been a hot minute. So I will definitely need to. I'll, I'll hopefully be able to take account of that when I because I'm going to do the Nathan Drake collection on the PS4. So it'll be the same as yours. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. <clears throat> so now we move on to the next game. This game came out. Five uh, years later. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. This is the best. The best of the best. Five years later. All right. So after the success of Last of Us, Neil Druckmann came back to Uncharted. Oh yeah. He's now a co-director of the final Nathan Drake-led Uncharted game, Uncharted for A Thief's End. Yeah. Uh, this game is more straightforward than the other three, with no elements of supernatural at all present. Um, just all a good the, old fashioned treasure hunt. Good old fashioned treasure hunt. The main characters all return except for Chloe. She's not present. Yeah, in she's game. not in the game. Uh, we get introduced to Sam's brother. Sorry. You mean Nathan's brother? Nathan's brother. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam. And then the antagonist Nadine and Rafi, who kind of looks like Jake Dillenhall, in my opinion. The I think bad it's guy. Rafe. I think it's pronounced Rafe. Rafe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this game, um, we learn about Nathan and Sam's past. That they were orphans and they gave themselves the name Drake. And they got, when they were older, they got arrested and they went to prison where they broke out and Nathan dot Sam died. Yeah. Present I think they day. do a really good, really good job of like, you know, because like up until this point, we've never heard of this character. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job actually get like impressing upon the player that, um, like the history and and you know getting us to care about their relationship which i mean sam is voiced by troy baker so it's really not hard to care about him um yeah you know but um yeah so then the present day story is that um drake is no longer a treasure hunter he's kind of gone straight he owns a business it's like a uh so like a excavation like they like retrieve things yeah it's like a uh, they um they dive down and they, um, I guess, like, uh, acquire, not acquire is, is the wrong word. Um, they, like, excavate, like, wreckage yeah. and stuff like that from, like, the bottom of, like, rivers and, yeah. and under under the water, basically. Yeah. He, him, and Elena are, are they married at this point? I think they are, right? Yeah, they're married, yeah. Yeah. And they own the business. And one day, Drake's brother, Sam, comes back and he's like, I survived the prison. And I was held, I was held in. I broke out with a drug lord, and you know he wants me to find this treasure that we've been looking for for our whole lives, and or I'm gonna die. Like, you gotta help me. So then that's when the adventure begins, right? Once again, they're yeah. back. Everything's up. Graphics are better. Storytelling. I think this is the best storytelling of the of the four games. Oh yeah, I'm still so pissed that this game lost Game of the Year to fucking Overwatch. Like. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I know that it probably, it, it Overwatch probably outsold this game, uh, super well, but fuck that. Uh, this story, the game story, the gameplay, and just like the culmination of like all of this, all of these plot threads that have been building up for like, uh, all like nine years. Um, yeah. yeah, like, fuck Overwatch. Game Awards did. Uncharted 4 Dirty um, should have yeah. won Game of the Year. This is Drew's uh, vendetta against Activision Blizzard. I, I was about to say, I will, I'm going to die on this hill. I And I I know that a lot of people will stand with me because this game is so fucking good. It's a great game. It's one of the best games I've played. Yeah. Um, love it. Obviously, there's not much to say about it. I'll say that. Like, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah you got to play it. Like, I want to avoid as much spoilers as possible. 
for this game. You guys have to play it. Yeah. It is so well done. Uh, very A lot of emotional elements to it. This is actually one of the games where, like, you could play this game without having played 1 through 3, but playing 1 through 3 just adds helps, so yeah. much stuff to it. There's a lot of, like, elements of, like, nostalgia. Part, like, <laughs> when he's looking back and, you know, he's in the attic and he's, like, looking through all the different stuff he found like all the um, all the treasures or yeah. like stuff that he found in like previous adventures he's got like in this attic that that was a really cool segment just from like a storytelling perspective yeah um, and then even the the very end of the game which i don't want to get into much but you know, the very end of the game when you play a, a similar moment like that but as a different character mm-hmm. even then it's like oh man this is like hit me hit me in the feels hit me in the feels right yeah exactly yeah. that's that's how i felt when i was playing through it i was like damn i'm getting i'm getting misty-eyed over here <laughs> you know, like who's cutting the onions yeah um, and i i think it can work without having played the first three but it just the impact is much harder if you play the first three games right also i don't think we've talked about this um up to this point but um i think this was also like um this was also a series that um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think pioneered is de- is the right word because they were definitely doing it before this. But I think this is one of the games that made a very very strong case of why you you should do um, mocap uh, performance work uh, alongside um, when you're when you're building like the the in game yeah. cinematics and stuff like that and building the the models and everything because um, like the performances like this this series made um it made nolan north i mean like and that's because his performance is so fucking good i mean all of them are like all like um nolan north and uh, i think it's uh, rose um not rose tyler that's a that's a doctor who character um but yeah like all of the performance and then troy baker in uncharted 4 like um uh, uh, Chloe Frazier, Claudia Black is so good as Chloe Frazier. Uh, Richard McGonagall. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. Graham McTavish played a character. <laughs> he played. Um, he was in Uncharted Two. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then Emily Rose is Elena Fisher. Yeah. So I mean, like throughout throughout the series from from everybody for sure. And, and it helps add to the emotionality of of everything, especially yeah. when you get to Uncharted Four and everything starting to to culminate. All right, Drew. Any closing thoughts for Uncharted Four? Um, uh, Overwatch, you you fucking suck. Uh, game of the <laughs> year, baby. Over here. Uh, but yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, I mean, it. This is. I think this is definitely like. I, I wouldn't say necessarily playing through one one through three is like it's not really like a slog. Um you know, I'm not saying like you should you should play through um you should you should only play through those games to get to Uncharted Four. Um but I think playing uh the those three games will definitely make once you get to Uncharted Four, it's gonna make for a very, very fulfilling experience. Um and it's. I think the journey is worth it. In it my is. opinion, indeed, it is. I played through all four in a row, and it was like, man, this is really good. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to two other games that were not mainline games, or neither of which I have played. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, I never played Uncharted: Golden Abyss, so I have no input on yeah, that. I never had a Vita, so I had a PSP. Never had a Vita though, because they just didn't have any games. I was like, yeah. What was the difference between the PSP and the PSP? It was just the updated P or I think it I think it yeah, it was it was just an updated uh version of the PSP. Um I don't really know. Uh, it yeah, it didn't have a long life cycle. Um though, and like I said, it didn't didn't have um a whole lot of games released for it. Um but uh yeah, Uncharted I remember I do remember seeing like uncharted golden abyss like for sale as like a vita title and i was like well damn i kind of want to play it but yeah. i don't want i don't want to get a vita just for like one game, one game. you know yeah and it's, not, um, it's like it hasn't been like ported over to a console no it hasn't been ported over which is funny because like it the vita also had assassin's creed 3 liberation which was kind of like a tie-in with assassin's creed 3 
But then that has now been ported and re-released with the Assassin's Creed 3 remaster. So it's like, when are we going to get our Golden Abyss, you know? When are we getting yeah. that? Um, the other game, which, again, you haven't played, came out in 2017. Yeah. It was right after Uncharted 4, a year later. Uncharted Lost Legacy. Um, I'm the only one that's played this game. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the story. Just know that it's the first and only game so far without Nathan Drake. Yeah. Instead, you play as Chloe, who was not present in 4. 4, yep. Um, but the game kind of it brings back Nadine and Sam who, as allies for Chloe on her adventure. Uh, great game. A lot of fun. It's very short. Um, it's I think it's as long as the first game, which is only like eight hours or nine hours, something like that. Yeah, um, very short. And I believe at the time... When Uncharted 4 was about to come out, they said there's going to be Uncharted Story DLC. And I think that evolved into Lost Legacy. Like, yeah. Because it's, it's not a full-price game. I think it was only like 40 bucks or 30 yeah. bucks on release or something like that. Um, but it's really it's a really good. Uh, there's a lot of fun elements to it. It's kind of cool playing a game without, like, because you're not Nathan, so you don't have that connection but you do know chloe and nadine's are a really interesting character who goes from being a villain to being a good guy oh drew you can hear me there we go yeah okay all right there we go and then um yeah that's pretty much it that's good game i recommend it so let's get to our ranking Mm -hmm. of the games uh drew i'll let you go first rank your games for me buddy rank the uncharted um yeah i can't so i can't talk about lost legacy um you know so i can't put that anywhere are four and two so four number one and then two number two all right so um so yeah one and three i don't know where i could necessarily i i have one ahead of three right now just because i don't really remember three all that well um but i'm gonna have to go replay these games again to really like solidify that i think um figure out like where these games sit for me but definitely a thief's end and then is number one and then among thieves is number two though all right, so for me, no surprise, number one is Uncharted 4. Yeah. A Thief's End, amazing game. Uncharted 2 is number two, again, amazing game. Um, and then I got Lost Legacy at number three. Mm-hmm. Very good game. And then number one at number four, and then I close off the list with number three, because, again, I think number three is the only one I did not care for in the series when I played through them. Even story-wise, I didn't care for the story that much. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All right. So now, the main part of this. <laughs> we're going to talk about the movie. The Uncharted movie, which has been in development since the first game. The first PlayStation Studios movie, baby. Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to have this long history I'm going to read through. We can talk about it, and then we'll talk about our feelings on the movie. Um, yeah. All right. Here we go. So, like I said, this movie has been in development hell since 2008. Pretty much the first game was a huge hit, and immediately producer Avi Arid, who produced the Spider-Man movies, the live-action Spider-Man films, he went to Sony and was like, let's get a live-charted, live-action Uncharted movie off the ground. Let's go. So the very first, the 2009, so two a year later, they hired um, the two writers who wrote the Sahara uh, Matthew McConaughey movie. And Matthew McConaughey and um, Penelope Cruz and Steve Zahn. Yeah, Penelope Cruz and yeah, I was like Steve Zahn, right? Yeah. Yeah. God damn, so, dude. They're the writers writing the Uncharted movie. Um, around that time, uh, Nathan Fillion he actually expressed interest in playing Nathan Drake. He was like, "Look, I want to play Nathan Drake. I think I'd be perfect." And at that time, 2007. If they are 2009, if they made that movie mm-hmm. then, he would have been perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He would have been perfect because he was still, uh, he was like in his 30s or 40s, which is around Nathan Drake's age. Mm-hmm. Um, he was still fit. He wasn't, he, he hasn't gained all that weight yet. <laughs> so he would have been perfect. All right. 2010, they hire David O. Russell. To come in and write and direct the Uncharted movie, which to me, David O. Russell is a strange choice, based on his previous works. He did Three Kings, 
he did I Heart Huckabees, and he did The Fighter. Which, um, The Fighter starred Mark Wahlberg, and guess what? Mark Wahlberg was originally signed on to play Nathan Drake. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, with Robert De Niro uh, playing uh, Nathan Drake's father, which was going to be a reworking of the character of Sully. They're going to make Sully Nathan's father. And then Joe Pesci was going to play Nathan Drake's uncle, who was going to be an original character. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? That That, that is, uh, that's that's really fucking weird. Um, so then okay. uh, in 2011, David O. Russell, he left the film. He left Uncharted to go write and direct a Silver Linings playbook, the Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper movie, which also had Robert De Niro in it. Uh-huh. Um, so then director Neil Berger was brought in. Um, he began... By completely rewriting the script. He scrapped everything that happened. He scrapped all the, the hiring for the actors. So no Mark Wahlberg, no Robert De Niro, none of that, right? Berger was a slightly better choice because he had actually just directed the film um, Limitless, which I think is a pretty good little action drama movie, if you've seen that, with Bradley Cooper. Um, but then a year later, in 2012, Berger dropped out to, dire- to direct uh, Divergent. Man, uh, good choice, good choice, yeah. yeah. So then the husband and wife directing duo of Cormac and Marie- Marianne Wibberly were brought in to write and direct the film. They had previously written and directed the two National Treasure movies. Eh, all right. Yeah. Again, not a bad hire, right? You're, eh. you're Right now you're getting better because David O. Russell, I think, was a weird choice. And now we're actually getting people that direct have directed uh, you know, movies that are, you know, inspired Uncharted, you know, a little bit here and there, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, in 2013, they left, and Seth Gordon was brought in to direct. He mainly was known for directing television and documentaries. He directed the documentary um, King of Kong about the world record uh, Donkey Kong arcade holder. He also directed a few episodes of The Office, Community, Parks and Recreation, and Modern Family. So not really much of a... he, he He did a few movies... Um, but mainly he was a he was a TV documentarian, documentarian. So kind of again, kind of a weird choice for after you know you had the people who wrote and directed National Treasure like okay that makes a little more sense and then now you're like uh-huh. oh, we're, we're gonna get this document talk, documentarian to come in here. Um, he just but he did direct the movie Horrible yeah. Bosses and Identity Thief. So kind of a what's going on here? Well anyway, they brought in David Guggenheim who wrote the films Stolen and Safe House, the movie with Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of funny. If you go to this guy's Wikipedia page, it still says that his next movie coming up is the Uncharted film that he's writing. It's still dated for 2013. So they haven't updated uh, his uh, thing, right? Okay, so now, 2013. So Sony's saying, this movie is going to come out in 2016. We're going to start filming it in 2015. We have a director. We have a writer. Let's go. Okay. Well, in 2014, Sony wasn't happy with the script, and they brought in another writer to come rewrite it, Mark Bull. Um, he had written The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty, so he came in to rewrite the script. Um, at this point, Mark Wahlberg was still kind of attached, like vaguely attached, so he completely left the project. So the studio was pursuing Chris Pratt as Nathan Drake. They're like, yo, Chris, you're going to be Nathan Drake. You, you got the physique now. You know, you did Guardians of the Galaxy. You're a hot commodity. Chris Pratt said, no, I'm going to go work on Jurassic World and play Owen Grady, who's, you know, I think it's a better choice, honestly. Uh, I mean, it seems to have worked out. <laughs> yeah. 2015. The yeah, studio, t- 2015, the studio pushes back the window of release and says, okay, we're not going to do 2016 release. We're going to do a 2017 release. Hoping to start production in the later half of 2015 um, so that, you know, they can still make it. But what ends up happening is Seth Gordon, the director, he leaves to go direct Baywatch. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Zach Efron, The Rock. Let's go. So now we're in 2016. Don't have a director. Don't have a cast. Don't have uh, a production date. And guess what? 2017 looked like it's not going to make it. So then Sony eventually scrapped Uncharted from their schedule and said, 
we'll put a date whenever we get closer to finding a director and a crew and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So then later in 2016, Sean Levy was announced as the director with Joe Cornhan writing the script. Sean Levy at the time had just directed a few episodes of Stranger Things. Um, and the, the writer guy, Carnahan, had written The Grey and The A-Team and Smoke and Aces. So kind of a interesting choice there. Mm-hmm. What we do know at this point, this is what they said, it's going to be a sequel, a prequel to the games. Prequel. Yeah. And Tom Holland was actually cast in 20... Uh, 2017? 2016. 2016, wow. Young Nathan Drake. Um, So he had just... I think he had just done... Was that Civil Civil, War? Yeah, yeah, Civil War. Civil War had already come out, so he was already known in Hollywood. So they're like, it's going to be a prequel game. Sorry, prequel game. Prequel movie to the games. Tom Holland's going to be Nathan Drake. It's going to be Sean Levy directing. Um, And then they're, they're hoping to start production in 2017. They bring in another writer to come in and rewrite the script. Uh, a television writer who mainly worked on Chuck and Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. So now, okay. so this is a, another writer. In 2018, Sean Levy leaves the project to go direct Free Guy. So then in 2019, another director was brought in, Dan Trachtenberg, who had directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. So we have a, we have a script, we have Nathan Drake, Tom Holland, and we have a director. And guess what? We got a release date of 2020. December 2020. That's what they're aiming for. All right. August of 2019. Dan Trackenberg leaves the project. Sony is still positive that they're going to reach the December 2020 deadline with hoping to start filming in early 2020. So then in September 2019, a couple months later, they hired Travis Knight to direct um, Uncharted. Travis Knight had just directed the Bumblebee movie, which is really good. Okay. Once once Travis Knight was signed on, Mark Wahlberg re-signed on to the film of Uncharted, but this time in the role of Sully. Oh, man, you okay. aged out of the Nathan Drake role, and now you're yeah. a Sully. What do you do, man? What what can you do? Yeah. And then two <laughs> months later, three months later, in December of 2019, Travis Knight left the project, and the December 2020 window was scrapped. So I wonder no, why. Yeah. Well, has that nothing's happened yet? So they. Oh right, that's it's okay. still 2019. 2019 okay? Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. February 2020. Ruben Fleischer, the director of Zombieland and Venom, he was hired on, and he's actually the last director for the movie. He's the one that directed the movie. Mm-hmm. All cast and crew are officially hired at the end of the month. Production began on March 16th, 2020, for a March 20, 2021 release. Okay. So they're going to film in March of 2020, release in March of 2021. March 16th, very first day of production begins. They film that day. They wrap for that night. They go home. Guess what? COVID. World shuts down. Oof. Production shuts down. Big oof. Yeah. So they don't go back to film again until the end of July of 2020. They wrap in October of 2020. And then in July of 2021, they go back and they do a bunch of reshoots. Mm. Okay. February 2022. Here we are. The movie (laughs) Uncharted officially releases. And that, Drew, is the history of Uncharted. It's kind of crazy. Like, did you know that Mark Wahlberg was originally assigned on to play Nathan Drake? I did not know that. I knew about Nathan Fillion. Um originally like back in the day was maybe expressing he wanted to he wanted to yeah. play nathan drake he was gunning for it um, uh tom holland was casted very early on too like, I, right yeah after that Silver surprised War. me too that he was cast basically right after um he started becoming like a big name essentially yeah. like i mean he had it, I, I haven't seen any of his stuff prior to civil war um but yeah and yeah definitely being spider-man definitely helps with your <laughs> With your brand recognition. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that is kind of crazy that he was cast that early. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, this, this, movie this, movie's been in, this movie's been in hell almost as long as it's, you know, like, and it, it feels like we're finally starting to get a lot of those development hell projects. Like, we're finally, we, get, we finally got Uncharted. We're getting a Bioshock movie. Um, and a now TV a Halo show. TV show is coming out. So, <laughs> yeah. So they're all coming to an end, and hopefully they're good. All right. So before the, I, we wrote some notes that before we watched the movie, yeah. Um, my main thing before we watched the movie was I really thought that 
both Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg are misca- miscast. Um, I put that, I think maybe they could be good within the context of the film, but I just don't know, just based off the trailers and the right. photos and stuff like that. Yeah, that was my, also my concern. Yeah, my dream cast, though, would be like 1990s Brendan Fraser. And maybe, you know, I, I want to go a little different with Sully. Let's make him black. Maharshala Ali as Soli. Because Soli's main, you know, a lot of his thing is big cigar in his mouth. Yeah. He has a mustache. A, yeah. He's a mustache and he's got a deep voice. Maharshala yeah. Ali can do that pretty easily. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty good, yeah. pretty good cast right there. Obviously, though, you can't make, I can't build a time machine and go grab Brendan Fraser. So All I was right. like, okay, well, if, if we're going to do just present day, I probably would have done like Scott Eastwood. He mm-hmm. looks, he looks more like, the uncharted one nathan drake so he's probably like you know he's in his 30s stuff like that yeah. and maharshal ali is almost 50 so like it does work that time the, you know the age gap works out there and for me i think the perfect director would have been james mangold mm-hmm. the director of like logan uh you know you bring him in you get the perfect uncharted movie it's just uncharted <laughs> chef's kiss mm. at a plus <laughs> Um, well, I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I went with, if we were going to do, um, if I was going to pick like a cast and a director, I was thinking, and, and I mean, maybe not like a true, like necessarily prequel, but maybe like do like something maybe a little bit closer to the first game with my, cause with my age, uh, with the ages of my actors here. So I went with, uh, Garrett Hedlund. Uh, as Nathan Drake from uh, Tron Legacy. He played Sam Flynn. And then for Sully, <laughs> I went with Pierce Brosnan. Because he's <laughs> he's in a good he's in a good age range for Sully, I feel like. Um he's 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 actually grown a very impressive beard, so we know he can grow facial hair. Um but I think he also still has like the physicality, you know, he still has the, the physicality to do some of those action stuff. Um and for my director, I went with uh, kind of a James Bond reunion here. I went with Martin Campbell, uh, who uh, directed Brosnan on Goldeneye, and then would also do he did uh, the mask he did the live action Zorro films with Antonio Banderas. Oh hell yeah! Um, and uh, and also Casino Royale, which in my opinion is the best uh, James Bond film. So uh, he's got a lot of acting chops. Or. Not acting chops, sorry. Action. Action chops. Action chops, uh, directing action movies. So um, that's why I went with him. But I think he could also kind of, I mean, Casino Royale is not just an action film. It's also, it's a lot of, it's a very, like a character expose almost, you know, on James Bond. More like kind of exploring like Nathan's backstory, kind of dive deeper into that. Um, And uh, yeah, that's who I would go with. Um, But... I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think necessarily, I don't think Holland and Wahlberg necessarily did bad in the movie. I just don't know if I necessarily believe them, like, as their individual characters. Um, but I thought they had a pretty good, like, overall relationship in the movie. Um, like, their, uh, their, I guess, back and forth dynamic was pretty good. Okay, so we saw the movie opening night. It was. It was okay. Yeah, it was not super. I mean, it was the theater was not packed or anything. It was just a couple yeah. people, but that's typical for like an opening night on a school week and stuff like that, especially where we live, where I live. Um, honestly, I didn't hate the movie. Um, it's no Resident Evil, um, where. <laughs> I hated a lot of the choices. Like the story made sense. Some of the action set pieces were fun. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It, it was a little weird that they brought certain elements from the games in, like the train. Not the train. The they op- Okay, so they do the opening like they did for number two, like we said. Right. Where they open up with, um, him. You know, dangling from a train versus. Yeah. Well, immediate rest. Yeah. Said he's dangling from the airplane. So then it's the opening of uh that but then mixed with the train the plane sequence number three okay. mm-hmm. yeah um outside of that i can't remember many other i mean they brought elements from number four in obviously with the brother yeah with the backstory they built, they built a lot of that backstory in mm-hmm. 
Um, but again, outside of it that, it was mostly an original story. Yeah, original, I mean, yeah. it was. Um, I mean, gonna, not like. I guess we're not avoid going into story stories, spoilers but, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. If you if you want to go into this movie blind, uh, you know. Uh, but um, I yeah, guess I mean, for me, in terms of video game movies, like they're the you know we did that at the episode mm-hmm. last couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. This will definitely fall more in the good versus the bad or the ugly. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'd, yeah. I would put it up there with like Sonic the Hedgehog. It definitely uh, has a budget, and you yeah. can tell that it has a budget. It looks and feels better than most video game movies. Yeah, I, 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 like the Tomb Raider reboot. It's probably up there in that same. It's that same tier category as those. Mortal Kombat. It's all. It's all in that area it's a fun movie mm-hmm. um turn your brain off and watch it yeah it, which is kind of uh, like what the uncharted games yeah. are anyway so the main thing with it i felt was when i still think mark Wahlberg was incredibly miscast oh yeah he, for sure. he's no solely he, he, he doesn't yeah. pull solely off at all even at the end uh it's in the trailers too if you guys watch the trailers they revealed that the mustache that whole clips at the end that's an after yeah. scene that's like what the hell um but yeah, yeah, he doesn't have uh, a mustache for the entire movie. No mustache. Very end. Um, he still doesn't pull it off. He also uh, doesn't smoke a cigar until the end either. He, he gets that be. cigar finally. Yeah. But um, yeah, Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. Um, uh, Tom Holland's really boyish, but by the end, by the end of the movie, I was like, yeah, I can, I can buy Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think they're like their little back and forth, like their chemistry together, I think is really good. Just at each. Which, I mean, for the mo- for the majority of the movie, they are together, so it's yeah. it's really not like a huge problem. But yeah, like I, I don't know. I don't think Mark Wahlberg is really not not my Sully. You yeah. Know? Hashtag not my Sully. Uh, hashtag not my Drake. Um but um, well, like I said, I think Tom Holland. But I mean, Tom Holland is very charming. He is very charming. He this. definitely grew on me. Like I think you know, if they made a movie again in ten years and he was still playing Nathan Drake, I would, I, yeah. I could buy it. Um, I thought the actress that got to play Chloe was great. I thought she was like the most. Oh yeah. Accurate the to the character. Character like yeah. Yeah, and then I liked uh, Antonio Banderas as the villain. He was, he was he was okay. You know, I like Antonio Banderas. Yeah. And then he, I like he, he kind of uh, does villainly things, you know. <laughs> I like um, I forgot her name. I just know she's from Sabrina. Uh, she plays one of the like witch sisters in Sabrina. Um, but she was good too as like one of her henchmen. Um, yeah, I was I was trying to think of like where I'd seen her in before. I was like, she seems so familiar. She's in Sabrina, man. Yeah, she was. And yeah. I was like, as she said that. I was like, yes, that is, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's under two hours, which I appreciate, and it overstates welcome. I I just want like the next. I think the thing they did smart was they did not do a direct adaptation of any of the games. And if they do a sequel, and they set up a sequel in this movie that directly is the first game, I really hope they don't just directly adapt it again. I hope they kind of bring the elements in from other games and then more original ideas and stuff like that yeah i think yeah i think this one felt better because it was an original story um and not so much trying to just riff off one of the games like if you're going to just do the if you're going to do the game plot i i don't like just play the games or just you know you can go buy the collection right now on like the playstation short just play the games like don't go see the movie because like well that's what would be my suggestion if they if they did something like that like um because there's there's just no point in it like we've already seen this story before we should see different you know something different something new not necessarily just trying to do what's already been done you know um but yeah i like i i initially said i I was like six out of ten probably like it's it's okay it's okay it was it was very i agree six out of ten i would I went in with very, very low expectations. So I was like, I'm not going to be disappointed. You know, it's going to be, is going to be maybe bad, maybe good. I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah. And I was like, I was I like, would, all right, it's all right. I would watch it again, honestly. Um. Yeah. I mean, I would watch it maybe like on, 
you know, streaming or something <laughs> like that, you know, or like, yeah, or like an airplane. Yeah. Like that would be great for like an hour, hour and a half or hour 45 or however, um, you know, I would, I would do that for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like, I guess, yeah, I think, I think they're definitely trying to, they're definitely trying to set up like a movie franchise in, in conjunction with the game franchise yeah so um this was the first time that they had the playstation studios logo at the beginning of a movie yeah so i'm assuming we're gonna be getting you know god maybe, of war god of war <laughs> last of us you know well, we are I mean, getting a last of us tv show the, so. we've got the last of us tv show um which I, I assume we'll probably see the playstation logos studios logos before that one too um trying to think what else ratchet and clank maybe i don't know it could Um, open up with alloy yeah uh, like horizon yeah i could see that one too um but yeah we'll we'll just have to see i guess um but yeah as far as the first run it was okay it was you know i wouldn't say you're necessarily wasting your time uh going to see it room for improvement definitely kind of like the first game yeah (laughs) yes maybe uncharted 2 the movie will be a one of the better Maybe. Yeah, Although I, I am worried because they, he did say that he would want to do a Thief's End for Uncharted 2. Yeah, I saw. Okay, so the thing I saw was that he directly he directly said that he wanted to incorporate the car chase from Uncharted oh, okay. into um, a like a movie or, or find some way to do that, which I'm not necessarily against like taking set pieces um, yeah. and putting them in a movie. But yeah. Okay. So let's close this out with what do we want next for Uncharted? We know that they're working on Um, some sort of game. So do you want to continue Nathan Drake, a remake of one, or um, another like Lost Legacy style where you play as another side character or a sequel to the movie? Well, okay, so I think there's a lot of good ideas that you can go, you can... God damn it. I think would be good. Um You froze Drew. Can you repeat that? Doing a I think doing a remake of one is a good idea of, of Drake's Fortune. I think uh doing a game with a different character that because there's a lot of great characters and like they've already proven that it can succeed with Lost Legacy. Um if you if you have an uncharted game that's not led by Nathan Drake. Um but I would also maybe like to see a sequel that features the character at the end of a thief's end you know maybe from their perspective like um and like years later going on yeah exactly like going on adventures um and uh and kind of like i guess i guess following in nathan's footsteps you know interesting kind of. i like that idea i i would i would kind of i i think that would be a really cool uh concept to to go forward yeah with. and they had a big actress player too i can't remember who it was um it's killing me hold on they had a big actress player oh he's frozen again anyway can you hear me <sighs> Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, uh, so Caitlin Deaver played her, and she's been she's been like an actress that's been like on the up and up. So it would be cool to bring her back as an okay. adult version. Um, and she was and she's an adult. So, um, for me, I think that's the best. I think you just nailed it. Nothing else to add to that. I mean, that's perfect. Continuation yeah. of that character at the end, years later, now as the with and then and following in Drake's footsteps. Um. There's something else that popped up. Hold on. What was it? Nolan North's cameo in the movie. What'd you think? Oh yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, I I probably should have. We probably should have seen that coming. To be honest, um, some sort of cameo from one of the. I mean, if you're gonna get anybody, it's yeah. Like, I think you get Nolan North, you know. But um, yeah. I mean, it was funny. It was it was it was cute. It was funny. Um, I mean, that's what cameos are supposed to be. So yeah. Um, I, I, think I didn't was, really see anything. I think he went a little too. It was long. just like, oh hey, it's Nolan North. Like <laughs> no, because he was like, I just dropped out of the airplane. He goes, I've done that before. I was like, oh, God. yeah. He's like, oh, something happened to me like that. I'm like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it would have been funny if you had just been like, "Yes, my name is uh, I am voice actor Nolan North." Uh, <laughs> like if he's just playing like a, a fictional version of himself. Yeah. All righty. Well, that wraps up the Uncharted movie and game talk. Uh, play the games if you want to see the movie. It's not that bad. You might enjoy it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, Drew, where can they find us? All right, guys. Well, um, if you want to check out any of our uh, the previous episodes or new episodes, you can always come find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We're also over at um, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we have Facebook and Twitter pages at Twitter at uh, Raiders Podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, just uh, keep uh, keep doing what you're doing. Uh keep being beautiful and keep uh keep listening to everything game raiders we love you <laughs>